0: I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. Sometimes I put portions of the show on the podcast because I do a live radio show five days a week on AM670KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can find information about that at HeidiHarris.com. You can also listen live at HeidiHarris.com. So sometimes I put parts of my live show on the podcast. Other times I just talk about whatever or do longer form interviews. Just depends on you know, what interests me that particular week. Obviously, with the election continuing at this point, I wanted to say a couple of things I think are important. I've said this on my radio show for years, and I just want to reiterate if you're new to the show or new to me or new to the podcast, I'm a person of faith, and that's the most important thing in the world to me, and that's what I filter everything through. Now, I wasn't always. I wasn't a Christian until I was 21. So I certainly know how the other side feels when I say the other side. I mean the people who don't believe in Christ, don't go to church, think it's all crazy or whatever it might be. So I understand how they feel about things. But since I was 21 years old, I've been a Christian. And I haven't always been a perfect Christian. I'll never be a perfect Christian. There were times in my life I took it more seriously like a lot of other people. You know, when you're a baby believer, you really don't know much about it yet. And obviously every decision that I make in my life, I try to filter through the Word of God and make sure that I'm lining up with God. Am I always? Of course not. Nobody is. But I certainly try to do that. And as I get older, I try to get better at it. Certainly the major decisions in my life, like who I married and things like that, I absolutely made sure I lined up with God on those kinds of things. So anyway, not a perfect person any more than anybody else is. But I do take my faith seriously. And one of the things I've seen over the last couple of years is this hero worship of Donald Trump. I remember going out and speaking to a group of people before the 2016 election, and one woman got up, and she said, well, Donald Trump's going to save us. And I said, no, he's not, because if he had the power to save us, he'd have the power to destroy us. No politician has that. Now, if you look at the Bible, open the Bible, pick a page. There's some rotten leader in charge, almost always. And at no point, Old Testament or New Testament, did any leader, spiritual leader, say, you know, we can't do anything because we got so-and-so. In office. You didn't hear Jesus saying, well, I'd like to get this thing going, but you know, we got Herod and until Herod's gone, we really can't do anything. Now, if you're not a person of faith, open a history book and look at history. I mean, we don't have it anywhere near as bad as people have throughout human history because they had bad leadership, evil leadership, and all kinds of atrocities were committed on the public throughout human history. I hope you know that. So Donald Trump has been, and I hope he remains president. I don't know at this point. Nobody does. There are all kinds of legal challenges, and there should be, because there's all kinds of voter fraud coming all over the place that you had to know. Same-day registration in Nevada. You know, nobody has to have an ID. uh, Ballots were sent to everybody, even people who no longer lived here. I mean, it's just insanity. The Democrats have created this. This is what they wanted, and they hope to benefit from the insanity and chaos, and often they do. But if Joe Biden becomes the next president of the United States, I can tell you something right now that's not going to happen. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm going to be very bummed. I'm going to be sad that at least half the country or almost half the country thought he was a good pick, he or his people behind him, because obviously this guy can't control anything. He can't run a Zoom meeting, much less the country. So it's going to be the people behind him who are going to run things. Do I want to see their agenda take over America? Absolutely not. Do I hope we hold on to the Senate so that he can't get too much accomplished? Should he become the next president? Yeah. Now, are we going to hold on to the Senate? I don't know. I'm, do, I'm recording this on November 7th. All right. So Saturday morning, I have no idea what's going to happen the next couple of days. So just bear with me. Some of this will change, but the principle won't change. And the principle is that God's in control. No matter what, God's in control, God is still on the throne. He's gonna be in control no matter what. He's in control of your destiny ultimately. And most of what happens in your life is a result of your own decisions, the vast majority. Now there are things that happen outside of your control, I get it, Uh, bad leadership, look at Nevada, look at how many people are out of work because of the coronavirus and also our governor who I believe to be incompetent and arrogant, bad combination, and he continues to put in arbitrary rules that mean nothing. And he's not the only one. There are all kinds of crazy governors. There's a story I read the other day about Massachusetts where they're forcing the casinos to close at 9.30 p.m. because of coronavirus. They just laid off a ton of people, cut more people's hours, people who'd been out of work prior to this for a long period of time, because what? You can't get coronavirus at 8.45, but you can get it at 9.45? I mean, I'm not even making this up, guys. It's insanity. There are people who are arrogant and incompetent. Some just really don't know what they're doing. Some are following the lead of other arrogant people. Some want to hold us down. They like the power that they feel like they're wielding over us with the masks and all of that. And so I don't think this is going to be over with the masks and all that after the election. But there's a lot of arrogance, a lot of incompetence, and a lot of certainly that affects you if you are a casino worker, for example, right now, and you can't go back to work or you're not making the money you were because of the fact that the governor continues to put in ridiculous, arbitrary rules while a couple of people have already gotten coronavirus in his own office. So I could harp on that all day long, or I could focus on the fact that God is more powerful than any of these people. So even if you lost your job, and people close to me have lost their jobs as a result of coronavirus and the layoffs, okay? So I get it. Believe me, I do. Even if something happens outside of your control, which sometimes happens in life, and there are all kinds of things that you can't control. Some idiot slams into you in the back of your car. I had that happen to me this year. And had to go to doctor's appointments and, 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 you know, you can't control that. You can't control everything that goes on in the world. But what you can control is your reaction to it. No matter what happens to you, your reaction to it is really the only thing God holds you accountable for. You just have to understand that. And so if Joe Biden becomes the next president of the United States, I'm not going to let him destroy my freedom I see people on Twitter and social media, whatever, who are just absolutely losing their minds at the prospect of a Biden presidency. And I understand. Believe me, I do. I can't even imagine him being the next president. I didn't even watch his speech yesterday. He did a speech. He's not really totally claiming victory yet, but he's trying to hint around. I can't even stand it. It's going to save me a lot of time not watching him speak. I don't want to hear him. I don't want to hear anything out of his mouth. I really don't. And I'll tell you something else, it's going to change the landscape when it comes to media. The people on the left who've made a living off of bashing Trump for four years, whether they be columnists or cable news hosts, they're going to be in a world of hurt with the Biden administration, especially after the first of the year. Once Donald Trump is gone, if he's not the next president, I hope he is. There are court cases flying around. Some of them seem to be very legitimate, so we're just going to still hope that Trump's the president for the next four years. But I'm not going to let Biden destroy my happiness if he becomes our next president. Nor has Donald Trump made my happiness. Donald Trump has not made my life happen. He's done some really good things. He's done some things that weren't great. But a lot of people don't like Trump because of his, really because of his personality. They're more offended by his personality and the things that he tweets than they are the things he's actually done. And the thing about Donald Trump is, yes, he goes in, elbows out a lot of times with various things, and he could be more diplomatic, I know that. But the bottom line is he has upset the apple cart of the establishment on the left and the right who've always done it one way and that means doing nothing. And Donald Trump has gone in there and said, wait a minute, why can't we do this? Why can't we make America more energy independent? Why can't we do things that are uh, promoting peace in other parts of the world? Why can't we get through an administration without sending people to war? Why can't we do these things? And that's what he's done. And that's what a lot of people who support him like. And you ask a lot of people who don't like Trump, and the main reason they focus, his personality. Oh, for heaven's sake, give me Donald Trump over some toothy, grinned politician smiling at you, shaking your hand, and doing all kinds of evil stuff behind the scenes. There are a lot of people who you may think are likable, but they're evil, evil, evil people. Once again, I'm not going to lose my mind no matter who the next president of the United States is. If it's Donald Trump, good. Good that's fantastic. Even if it's not his Supreme Court picks and other things he's done will have lasting impact. And I'm excited about that. But if he's not the next president for the next four years, and I guess we're in for a bumpy ride for the next couple months with court cases and this and that, and whether Trump's going to leave and all these things, we don't know. But I can tell you this, God is still on the throne. And that's where I put my faith. And he is absolutely my anchor when it comes to anything like this. I don't put my trust in politicians. The Bible's very clear. Psalm 146:3, one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Don't put your trust in princes and men who cannot save. They can't save you. Now, sure, they can take your money. They can try to chip away at your freedom. They can make you, you know, a little irritated when you see what they're doing. But you know what? They aren't in charge of my future. They're really not. Just go and open a history book of any kind and look at the people, if you're not a person of faith, look at the people who pushed back against the status quo and succeeded anyway. A recent book I read was about William Wilberforce. You know him. He was the great abolitionist. He fought for decades to abolish slavery. He didn't care who was in charge. He fought for what was right. And that's just a recent example. I am always reading history books. But you have to pay attention to this, and you have to live your life correctly, regardless of who's in charge, regardless of what's going on around you. The Bible says in many places, keep your eyes forward. Keep your eyes forward. That's exactly right. Keep your eyes forward. Follow the path that God has set out for your life. Sure, you may have to bob and weave and jump over hurdles, and you may take two steps forward and two steps back. Or Sure, I've done that in my life. Believe me, my life's not been a straight trajectory toward anything. Nobody's life is. But God is always what you need to be focused on. Keep your eyes up. Keep your eyes off social media. I'm not saying you shouldn't look at it, but spend less time on it because that is not a real perspective of what's going on in the world. Remember, these people live and breathe politics. That's all many of them think about. Get out, walk your dog, go to the park, hit a garage sale. (laughs) <laughs> Clean out your closets, find something else to do besides get upset about it because the next four years, if God forbid Biden's the president, are going to be bumpy. But you know what? Ultimately, God is still on the throne. so I just wanted to give you some encouragement today. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm recording this on the morning of November seventh, so uh, anything can happen in the next uh week or two or month or. <laughs> We don't know, but God's still in charge. Just wanted to encourage you. Don't forget you can check my live radio show out five days a week on AM670KMZQ. I've got a pretty big announcement about my live show that I'll probably make on Monday on the live show. So it's good news. It's good news. Don't worry, I'm not leaving town. Or if you want me to leave town, you're probably not listening to this if you do. (laughs) Anyway, you can find all the information at HeidiHarris.com. You can also follow me, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. But check out HeidiHarris.com where there's a link to listen live to my show, and my books are up there, and podcast archives, and all that kind of stuff. Until we meet again, remember, really remember, God's in charge. Okay, please, He's in charge. He's got this. And you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.